Hey, hey, hello there. Hi, boys and girls. Hi, kids. Hey, you're here right now because it's time for the party with Big John and... And now it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, Jailed. Yuki Butcher, the detective, and Sparky, the detective, and Big John, that's me, the detective, wound up in jail. Following what we thought was a set of unfailable clues, we set out to capture the three kidnappers and discovered, much to our surprise, we had made a mistake. We captured the president of the bank and one of the city councilmen, and they preferred charges, and we're in jail. Well, is the look at me. Look at me. A detective. And where am I? In jail. I'm a disgrace to my profession, namely private eye. Oh, me. Oh, come on, Yuki. Come on, don't feel so bad about being in jail. Oh, me. Look at me, lad. Just take a good look at me. Me, Yuki Bunchup, private eye, in jail. I am a disgrace to my profession, namely private eye. Oh, woe is me. Oh. I don't know why you're feeling so bad, Yuki. Boy, Big John and I have been in jail lots of times. Haven't we, Big John? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we have, much as I hate to admit it. I know it sounds like we're a couple of jailbirds, but Yuki, Sparky, and I have been in jail quite a few times. Well, that's why you two jailbirds don't feel so bad about it. But me, I've never been in jail before. My record is clean. At least it was up until now. Well, just think of it. Me, Yuki Butcher, private eye, in jail. Well, Yuki, I don't... I don't like it any more than you do. Yeah, but you've never been in jail before. You and the lad are a couple of jailbirds. Well, Yuki, I admit Sparky and I have been in jail before, but it was always innocently. It was always because of some particular mischief that Sparky got into. Yeah. <laughs> there was a time, Big John, that you had the mayor lock you and me up in jail overnight just to teach me a lesson. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it's fun, Yuki. You know what I like to do? I like to act like the prisoners do in the moving pictures. You know, they shake the bars of their cells and they scream, Let me out of here! Let me out of here, you guys! Let me out of here! I'm innocent! Well, uh, see, what I told you, the lad's a seasoned jailbird there. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, I wonder what's taking the mayor so long. When he visited us this morning, he said that he'd get us out of here real quick. Yeah, I know. But I suppose he's finding the job a little tougher than he expected. That Mr. Looker poke was pretty bad when we forced his automobile to the side of the road like that yesterday. Well, you'd think that after the mayor explained to him what we were doing, that he'd understand. You'd think so. But still, he was plenty angry. Well, after all, 
The kidnapper drives a Buchel-Ackenberg automobile and he came out of the bank just as the burglar alarm was ringing and got into a Buchel-Ackenberg. How are we supposed to know that he owned one of those foreign automobiles, too? Yeah, that's 100% correct. I have never in all my days of driving a taxi cab around this here town seen a Buchel-Ackenberg on the street. Old Mr. Luker Polk must have just gotten that Ford car, otherwise I'd have seen it before. Yeah, that must be it. I know I've never seen a Buchel-Ackenberg in my entire life. Surely if the president of the bank always had that car, I'd have seen it at one time or another, don't you think? Yeah, fine. Okay, here comes somebody down the hall. Maybe it's the mayor coming to let us out of jail. Well, stick your head out through the bars there and take a look down the hall and see what you can see. Oh, I can't. The bars are too close together. Never mind, never mind. They'll be here in just a minute. Oh, wait a minute. I see him now. Yeah, it's the mayor, all right. Hi, Mayor! Hey, Mayor, are you coming to let us out of our cell? Yep, howdy, lad. Yep, come to let you out of your cell. <laughs> you betcha. Howdy, Buster. Howdy, Hugh. You just cut out the highs and hellos and all that there kind of stuff, Bear. Just turn the key of that there lock and get us out of this here cell. All right, all right. Now, you just keep your shirt on there. What's the matter? <laughs> Don't you like our jail? Well, I'm not exactly happy about this whole thing, Mayor. After all, I don't make a habit of getting myself put into jail every day of the week. <laughs> now, don't let it worry you. You haven't broken any laws. You're just the innocent victim of circumstances. Well, I have heard of the innocent victims of circumstantial evidence going to the electric chair getting hung, too, Mayor. Oh, well, don't worry about that. <laughs> All right, come on, out you go. You don't have to stay in there anymore, fellas. Good. Like Yugi says, I'm certainly glad to be getting out of jail. But it was fun, Mayor, it was fun. Boy, that noodle soup that they gave us for dinner, that was really good. Now, wouldn't you know it? Sparky liked being in jail. And why? Because of the food they serve. Wow. Hey, Jerk. I wish they'd have put us on bread and water like they do in the movies. <laughs> well, then, it might interest you to know that that hot noodle soup you got wasn't the ordinary food that we served to our prisoners here. <laughs> that noodle soup was sent over here especially for you by Mrs. Krausmeyer. Mrs. Krausmeyer? Yep. <laughs> when Mama Krausmeyer heard that you fellas were in jail, real quick-like, she took home a soup bone and some good soup meat, and, and uh, she made up some of her wonderful broad egg noodles and fixed you fellas up a pot of soup. <laughs> well, how about that? Well, that was very nice of her. Well, come on. Let's get out of this here jail. you got to come into my office first, Yuki, so I can give you back your belongings. Well, yeah, that's right. I want to get back my dollar biscuit watch, which I bought up to Clyde Pill Roller's drugstore back in the summer of 1932. Keeps perfect time. Watch like that today. Cost anywhere from three dollars seventy-five cents up to four dollars ninety-five cents, maybe even at the discount stores. You're just through this door here, Yuki. Yeah, come on in here, fellas. I'll close it behind you. There you go. All right, now, just down the hall here to my office. That's 
suppose you had a pretty hard time talking Mr. Lukerfolk into letting us out of jail, huh, Mayor? Well, Buster, no. The reason it took so long was because I had a hard time getting a hold of Mr. Lukerfolk. But just wait till we get in my office here, and I'm going to tell you one of the most amazing stories you've ever heard. <laughs> oh, when you hear this, open up the door to my office there, lad. Yeah, thanks, lad. Come on in, fellas, and sit down. Strike, you can sit over there if you want to. Sit up there behind my desk and pretend you're the mayor. <laughs> well, fellas, let me tell you why I had such a hard time getting a hold of uh, Mr. Lukerfolk. He's been out of town. Didn't get back until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Arrived by airplane from California. What? Well, wait a minute. How could he have been out of town and arrived only a few hours ago? Why, we saw him yesterday. That's right. The reason we're in jail was because we thought he was one of the kidnappers and forced his automobile off the road because he had just robbed his own bank. Or, I mean, we thought he had. Well, fellas... What would you say if I told you that Mr. Lukerpoke was not in Cincinnati yesterday, but in Los Angeles, California? But, Mayor, we saw him yesterday. Well, well you know the story. He was in his car, a Buchel-Ackenberg, with Councilman Samuel G. Rafter and uh, his chauffeur. Yeah, but, Buster, it also ha so happens that Councilman Rafter was up in Dayton, Ohio, yesterday, and Mr. Lukerpoke doesn't even have a chauffeur. Now, what do you think of that? There's something funny going on around here. Yeah, you could say that again, lad. Well, listen. And Samuel G. Rafter sitting in the back seat of that Buchel-Ackenberg with my very own eyes. Right. I saw them yesterday after we had forced them off the road. Well, Buster, what would you do if I told you that Mr. Lukerpoke doesn't even own a Buchel-Ackenberg automobile? What? He drives his own car, and that's a Pondelay. You mean that Mr. Lukerpoke doesn't even own a foreign automobile like the kidnappers drive around in? That's right, lad. Well, I tell you, I'm completely lost here. I don't know what's going on. I know. I know I saw Mr. Lukerpoke and Councilman Rafter yesterday afternoon. And yet you say that both of them were out of town? That's right. Look. We're dealing with a very vicious and clever band of outlaws. Them they're kidnappers. The same fellers who not only kidnapped the very charming Widow Dilly, but who also held up and robbed Krausmeyer's butcher shop, Clyde Pillroller's drugstore, Schmidtlock's delicatessen, and the bank. What the, the bank? bank? You mean the bank really was robbed yesterday? Yep. Those kidnappers are also masters of disguise. Why, they can make themselves look like anybody they want to look like. The fellows you saw yesterday and thought they were Councilman Rafter and Mr. Lukerpoke, the bank president, and his chauffeur, really were the kidnappers. Well, huh. it's the most amazing thing I ever heard. Uh, looks like old Yuki Butcher Private Eye is going to have to dig into his bag of tricks to solve this mystery. Fight far with far, that's what I always say. Fight far with far. Hey, Yuki, are you going to start wearing disguises too? Yes, sir. For all you know, lad, the next time you see me, I might look like Abraham Lincoln or Hopalong Cassidy 
or Robert DeVilbus. Robert DeVilbus, who's he? He's a fellow that does look like Abraham Lincoln or Hopalong Cassidy. Hey, this is really fun. And this kidnapping case is just getting mysteriouser and mysteriouser all the time. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> Yes, what do you think of that? Yesterday, when we forced Mr. Luperpoke, the president of the bank, off the road because we thought he was one of the kidnappers, he really was one of the kidnappers, and we thought he was Mr. Luperpoke. I, I know it sounds confusing, but those kidnappers are really good at putting on disguises. In fact, they're so good that they can make themselves look like anybody they want to look like. Boy, for all I know, maybe Big John isn't really Big John. Maybe he's one of those kidnappers made up to look like Big John. <laughs> In fact, I'm not even sure I'm me. <laughs> well, I hope I am. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you tomorrow, kids. I guess. So long.